All right. Welcome back to the Tank Me Later podcast, which is part of the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. This is episode 29, and Dan Titus and Zach Hanshu are going to join me to do a 12-team, nine-cap mock draft. And just as a quick reminder before we get started, sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity, and I want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits, and there has never been a better time to sign up. When you visit my page, signupexpert.com slash TML, you'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sportsbooks have valuable signup offers for new users, and when you register through my link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sports books, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash TML. Like I said, episode 29, uh, Dan Titus from Yahoo and Zach Hanchu from Roto World are going to join me. Dan was hosting a nine cat 12 team mock draft, and I'm going to go ahead and bring them in. Fellas, how are you guys doing? What up? up? Doing good. Yeah, I, that's that's good to hear. I know I just kind of asked the general. So, of course, you guys are both being polite, waiting for the other person to talk first and then talk at the same time. But that's just that's just how it goes. If you're watching, you're able to see. Uh, I just noticed Dan threw in Pay Pascal, but and that uh, Zach is a big fan of quote-unquote emo Jimmy. So, man, I'd love that you guys have that there. <laughs> yeah, I was inspired by what I saw with Anshu, man, media day was pretty fun uh, yesterday, and between emo Jimmy and uh, Pascal just getting pretty much just thrown under the bus, and then uh, yeah, Jake Fisher asking Ben Simmons about what he was doing uh, a couple years ago when he skipped out on training camp, I thought was pretty or uh, midi midi camp was was uh, pretty funny. Yeah, a lot of a lot of funnies, but. I mean, none better than Jimmy Butler, of course, Zach, yeah. and, and and he's your guy. I expect you to take him in the first round now. Oh, absolutely, man! I got pick number six. I think I've already got him queued up. <laughs> and then, yeah, I have pick eight, and then Dan has pick eleven, which he said before that he has never or hasn't this year drafted from pick eleven. Yeah, and I I see a number a number of other analysts in here, just the ones I recognize. Uh, was Raf has the first pick, Alex Barutha at three, um, Adam from Elite Fantasy Basketball is at 10. Is there any others in here, Dan? Um, yes. Yeah, so we got um, Jorge Martin. He's of Yahoo. We also have uh, Sloan. I believe he recently mm-hmm. just came through the, the Fantasy Basketball group chat. So I know he's he's getting underway. Um, Adam Koffler's in the house as well as okay. Alex Burns from Roto Baller. Right on. Yeah. Nice. We got a stack squad here. Yeah. So it should be a good be a draft. Fun draft. Yeah. This is definitely going to be a good one. Yeah. And Raf got us kicked off with Nikola Jokic pick one. And then I don't know which Adam that was. But I think that just might went, be Koffler that just went number okay. two. Went Luca at two. And then I'm guessing that's Alex Burns just went Joel and beat at three. So kind of sticking to form so far. Nothing too surprising. Zach, are you going to? 
go off the rails here at pick six. I know you're a guy that's not afraid to be bold with your draft. No, man, I never go off the rails. This is going to be as vanilla as they come right here at pick number six. I just don't believe you <laughs> in the slightest, but I guess we'll see. Uh, Dan, if I pinky promise not to take the guy you mentioned, who are you kind of eyeing at pick 11? Um, we'll see how the board falls, but I have a feeling it's going to be someone like Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. Um, I feel like all of those guys are going to be in my, in my wheelhouse right now. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. love it. Like I might have to Michael rogue here, but we'll see how it shakes. And Zach, you got a very surprising pick a guy. I know you're not very high on, but when you have to get value, you have to get value. And Tyrese Halliburton at six. I think that's good value. Ooh. I'm loving him right there, man. <laughs> that, that was, that was the dream scenario. And obviously oh, that was right. a, a tad bit of sarcasm. Uh, Cause Zach obviously loves Halliburton, but Dan, walk us through your uh, thought process here. Um, Damian Lillard is on the board, and so is Kevin Durant. I really like Kyrie Irving this year. I might go Kyrie Irving. Mm. Mm. <laughs> now nah, I'm going to go Damian Lillard. Uh, like I'm going Kai. I'm going Kai. <laughs> I'm going Kai. Down, down to the buzzer. You went with that oh, one. Oh, man. Gonna... Definitely went down to the buzzer. Um, which way do I want to go here? Do I match? Uh, I think Kevin Durant is probably a good bet there. Let's grab some efficiency. If he gets but, hurt, he gets hurt. <laughs> it's a mock draft anyway, so got to be a little bit bold with it. But we'll recap quickly. Uh, after Zach went Halliburton at six, Steph Curry at seven. I went Giannis <laughs> at eight, AD at nine, LaMelo at 10. Dan went Kyrie at 11 after a lot of, you know, a very back and forth <laughs> effort from him. Maybe Dame will get back around to him because Kevin Durant went 12. And now yeah. we'll see who kind of goes on the flip here um, yeah. before Dan gets back. Thinking it's uh, if Dame doesn't get picked here, I'm going to be between Anthony Edwards and Devin Booker. And there goes Damian Lillard. So it's Anthony Edwards or Devin Booker. Ooh, I think I got to go Devin Booker here. Mm. I know that one stings, Zach, but I, I, I gotta, I gotta trust. I gotta trust in my, uh, my thoughts on on Devin Booker being a primary point guard. Yeah, I know they're saying Bradley Beal is going to be handling the rock, but I, I can't, I can't not remember what Devin Booker did in the playoffs. Like he's going to be handling the ball, so his his numbers are going to be great. Shoot, I was not yeah, thinking Trey Young good. was going to go that early. And then Anthony Edwards went too. So now I'm on the clock. Um, Trey Young, that's awful early, man. I was going to grab him. So I guess I'll – I don't love this, but I'm going to do it because it feels kind of smart. I'm going to go Sabonis. So to recap, it went KD at 12, Damian Lillard, Dan got Devin Booker, and then Trey Young, Anthony Edwards, Demonis Sabonis. One more pick until you – now you're on the clock, Zach, because Donovan Mitchell went. Come on. So I take it you were going to get Donovan Mitchell. That's exactly who I wanted right there. But let's see. Who can I pivot to here? Who can I take instead as the clock continues to run out on me? You know what? <laughs> Ooh, man, it's a tough spot to be in. I am going to go. Ooh. 
Let's do it. Let's take Triple J. What the hell? All right. All right. He's going for the blocks. Got to get, I mean, not that it actually does that, but you have a really good block option, really good assist option, threes from both guys. Jaron Jackson Jr. is kind of interesting. I feel like some people were very high on him, and then when Josh Lloyd started his crusade against players <laughs> that are that specialize in blocks, he's kind of his ADP has fallen for good reason. I think Josh makes really good points, so it's totally yeah. fine. But um, what do we think, Zach? How are you feeling about getting Jaron Jackson Jr. middle of the second round? I actually feel okay about it. Um, I, I was originally going to go for uh, maybe a punt block build with Halliburton as my cornerstone, but with Triple J, he actually gets a slight boost uh, in the punt rebound uh, build just because he doesn't get a ton of rebounds compared to other bigs. Uh, so I think this works out for me well. Both of these guys shoot threes. Obviously, I get the high block rate from Triple J. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good so far. He did say he was going to focus on rebounding at media day. So are you sure you're not worried about him averaging a double-double? Because he might just do it because he said he's going to do it. Media day obviously means a lot. So no worries. <laughs> uh, I think he averaged like, what, two rebounds a game at the World Cup. I'm not too <laughs> super concerned. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so after you went Jaron Jackson, it went James Harden, Mikael Bridges, Carl Anthony Towns, Desmond Bain, and now Raph's back on the clock to wrap up the second round. Dan, what do you kind of think about James Harden at, I think that's pick 20, if I'm not mistaken. Like we, we talked about it just before we started that he's actually going to report to training camp. Does that mean he's going to report to training camp and be bought back in? Or is, it, is he going to report to training camp and really force their hand to trade him? We don't know, but what do you kind of think about that one? They still need to repair that relationship, but I think the fact that he's reporting, I've moved him up about five spots. I had him around 26, 20, 27. Um, so I got him at around 22. So I don't mind him going at 20, just assuming that he's going to probably get back. I mean, I think he's pretty much incentivized to do so. Like he's just ruining his future value and, and ability to get a next contract the more he sits out and pouts. So um, I think they'll figure it out. I just don't know what version we're going to get Harden because his scoring was already kind of declining. Still good for a double double, but I'm thinking it's going to probably be like a 19 and a half and 10 assists type of thing versus like 22, 24, which is what he, he was used to doing over the last few years. Definitely. Yeah. Either they fix it or I don't know. I could see Miami if they want to pivot from Damian Lillard to James Harden, maybe try and make that work to bring in a star point right. guard scoring option, even though James Harden really doesn't fit what they do in, in Miami um, as Zach just got sniped with his, boy emo jimmy going to pick before him but <laughs> after uh De desmond bain went laurie markinen fred van vliet with the first pick of the third round and then Kawhi leonard pascal siakam kate cunningham jimmy butler and now zach you are back on the clock uh to pick and you're going with the pacer stack tell us about that yeah, man, I'm uh, like I said, I'm going to lean into this punt rebound build. Uh, Turner is another guy like Triple J where I'm going to get elite blocks. I'm going to get some triples. Uh, you know, I'm going to fill out my power forward and center spots, and I've got an elite point guard right there. So, again, uh, going with the with the Pacers stack, I really feel good about them this season. Uh, High-level offense, uh, probably going to be playing in a lot of shootouts. Yeah, and uh, then after you went Miles Turner – uh, went LeBron. I just went DeJounte Murray there, needed to get a guard, and I felt better about him than some of the other guys get some steals there. Uh, then Victor Wembanyama after me and DeJounte and then De'Aaron Fox. And now, Dan, 
you went Darius Garland. So you're going very guard heavy early. How do you feel? I feel pretty good with the bigs that are still left on the board. Um, I have a lot of efficiency right now, so I'm kind of leaning into that. I think I have some good steals, but um, yeah, I'm definitely going super guard heavy at the moment. I really like the strategy of waiting to go bigs late, so I have no problem with that. Um, ooh, I mean, I could grab this big right now, but uh, <laughs> I need a stack. Shout to Maddie G. I think I need a stack, and I don't mind this. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. Hit a boy. Not at all. Don't mind no, that at all. Yeah, I've been targeting Darius Garland a lot because, I mean, he's been a top 40 guy for the last two years, and he plays a lot of games. So, like, in this era, and I know that the load management policies are apparently going to be implemented, not really worried about it. There's still people are going to be missing games. I, I like the guys that are going to be playing a lot, and uh, Garland's definitely one of those guys, and he helps you in assists, points, um, steals. He's just an all-around really solid fantasy player. I was so ready to take Paul George there, and then he went one pick before because you were. Mm. I was going to ask. So Kawhi Leonard's comments at media day. I don't know if you guys saw them, but he was kind of basically saying the reason I didn't play is because I was hurt, and everybody keeps you know making comments about uh, load management things like that. Um, I get. I guess I need a pick. I'll I'll do that. I'll do a fun pick. And uh, do we feel like that actually kind of means something that Kawhi was kind of saying that that. Do we expect him to actually play more this season, assuming he doesn't actually suffer another injury? Hold on. Let me make my pick here. Yeah. No, I don't expect Kawhi to play anymore. Sorry, I know who I'm going to pick, but I don't expect Kawhi to play anymore. He's He does what he wants. He always he always has. He always he always says and does what he wants, no matter how you know how the public perceives him. Uh, I think he is immune to uh, public perception. So I don't envision him playing any more than, uh, you know, than what he feels like playing this season. Yeah, I would, I tend to agree. I mean, I feel like it's just going to be more of the same. He's going to miss some games, probably, you know, anywhere 20%. Um, but I mean, if you're playing in Roto leagues, he's still a great pick. If you're playing in points mm -hmm. leagues, it's going to be frustrating, but he'll still, you know, stuff the stat sheet and still give you those defensive stats. So He's just not a guy I'm looking to. I'm not looking. He's not a guy I'm looking to draft. But if he falls far enough or it's the right format, I could I could buy into it. So maybe I'm the only one that's buying it a little bit. I don't know. It just felt a little bit different than most media day comments to me. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens. If if that's true, then he's just not load managing. Then his body just isn't holding up, which I guess is also a bit of a concern. Uh, but just to recap from Dan picking Darius Garland with the second to last pick of the third round, we went Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday. Then Dan, that was the stack we were talking about, got Darius Garland, Evan Mobley with that other one. DeMar DeRozan, Paul George. I got my fun pick with Chet Holmgren, uh, Jalen Brunson, Zach. Shockingly got Jordan Poole. I think, Zach, this is very Ooh, much yeah. like on, on par for you. That's, like that's This draft pick. so far has been very much a Zach Hanshu draft. But after that, it went Scotty Barnes, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, Chris Epps, Porzingis, Zach Levine, and then Walker Kessler, first pick of the fifth round. Zach, I, I just want to hear you say it on camera again. Like, who's leading the league in scoring this year? Oh, it's going to be Jordan Poole, man. <laughs> That's why you grabbed him in the fourth round. <laughs> I needed that scoring, man. I went double big, and I'm going to get, what, a combined – 
26 points out of Triple J and Miles Turner, maybe. So, yeah, right. Poole will outscore both of them on a per-night basis. That's true, because he's going to – what are we thinking when you say lead the league in scoring? Is it just going to be a low-scoring year? He's going to average 28 and lead it, or is he going off for like 33? No, nah, I think it'll be lower-scoring league, 28 and a half, something like that. There we go. There we go. Nothing wrong with that. I think it's a really good pick. I just like to hear your uh, out, outlandish claims a little bit when it comes to <laughs> Jordan Poole. I like to hear it. Um, right who are, now so that you, you're actually, you get him most improved player. Like you think he's going to make that substantial leap, like twenty? What was he? Twenty-one points per game, twenty points per game this year, up to twenty-six, mm-hmm. twenty-seven, maybe thirty. I mean, he's going to have to drop thirty to lead the league. Is that is that in the is that in the cards? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think he uh, I think he's my favorite right now for most improved player as well. Absolutely. All if right. He gets, if he gets 30, that's going to be whew. he's going to be competing with coups. They're just going to be taking turns, jacking shots. 30 percent usage coming right up. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. This All one right, might be see. interesting. But I like it. I think, okay, let me just double check, but I think I'm going to take a page out of Dan's book and go with a stack here. I think I'm going to do it. I like this one. I'm going to go and stack. Oh, uh, you knew you were going to do that. Oh, man. I had my eyes on that. I had my eyes on that. I love Giddy, too, because if you're playing on Yahoo, he has three position eligibility. Mm. That's it's crucial. Yeah. Uh, just to go back after Walker Kessler was the first pick of the fifth round, it went OG Ananobi, Julius Randle, Jared Allen, Nikola Vucevic, Zach added more scoring with Tyrese Maxey, uh, Brandon Ingram, I broke Dan's heart with Josh Giddy, then Zion Williamson, DeAndre Ayton, and now Dan is on the clock with Ben Caro. Hello, Ben Caro. Expecting big things out of the Orlando Magic this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that they're gonna they're just too they have too much talent to not compete for at least a at least a play-in spot this is a really interesting problem here no i'm just gonna trust the gut gotta gotta do that i like it gotta do that uh picked up a lot over the summer yeah yeah i round six i because I know I wasn't going to have a chance to get them again, like I probably had to go for it. There's still a lot of bigs on the board, so I think there was a little bit of a panic pick, but I'm not mad at it because I think he's going to be great. And the fact that Devin Vassell just went, mm. that was the one I was between. I was like, do I do I get him or go go big here? And ah, I want is that it, one back. Is it, is it bad to go three Thunder players in a row? Jalen is just staring at you. <laughs> I was talking about Lou Dort. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just chamber. Reaching. Bring out the Dortcher uh, chamber. <laughs> so after you went Bankero, went Claxton Beal, and then Dan went and got Shangun, which I really like in the 60s, um, especially. He also said at Media Day that he worked on defense and shooting this offseason, of which I did. think was kind of – Yeah, I mean, that's what he needed to work on was to be able yeah. to play with these guys as defense and then adding in shooting. Maybe he can get up to – close to a three per game. That'd be nice. Um, and then the, uh, what do you call That's a, a nine figure man, Devin Vassell. Um, 
went the pick after, then Rudy Gobert. I got Jalen Williams, and then my uh, ex-favorite pick in Derek White, and then Zach went and got more scoring with Tyler Hero here. Was this a makeup yeah. pick for not getting emo Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I, I don't know what to make a hero this year, man. I, I feel like he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder, um, especially after all these trade rumors for another season. Um, and, man, they have nobody else. Uh, I, would, I, I know he missed a lot of time last season, but of all the Heat players that are left, I would bet on him probably playing the most games of him – Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam and Jimmy, uh, and obviously we know what he can do as a scorer. So uh, I, I think he works out fine right here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did say at media day he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, so that definitely tracks. Um, and definitely has a couple of games circled on his on his schedule too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they just have no depth in Miami, so I feel like he's going to play heavy minutes. And Kyle Lowry's a shell of himself, so I mean he's probably going to be handling the ball a pretty good amount too. So that's, that's yeah. definitely good for his fantasy outlook. They've had some great quotes coming out of that media day. I mean, it, you, it highlights with Jimmy, but Tyler Hero saying that he wants to play against, uh, what is it, in real games or maybe like in big games and or for against good teams and Portland isn't a big team or a good team or whatever, just disrespecting Portland. And right. then Kyle Lowry today, I don't know if you guys saw this, he said that, one, he expects to start at point guard. He hasn't talked to Spolster about it, but he expects to. And, two, that he's not worried about any new flopping rules because he doesn't flop. <laughs> I just thought uh, that. Yeah, I'm that. Like, yeah. I think that's <laughs> just hilarious. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he's, he's the king of it. I think it's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, so after Zach went Tyler Hero, went Brooke Lopez, Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simons, Franz Wagner, Jalen Green. Uh, Zach went, or excuse me, Raph went Cam Johnson to start the second round, or goodness gracious, seventh round. Then Rob Williams, Chris Middleton, and then Zach's coming up in a few picks. Have, to either of you guys, has any of these picks kind of stood out as either great value or, yeah, it's kind of early? Uh, Middleton going 75th. I feel like that's that sounds right. Not my Not my cup of tea, but I get mm-hmm. it. Robert Williams at 74th was a little – I thought that was a little early, but again, I, I understand it. But I feel like he's going to be coming off the bench if he stays in Portland. So, I'm not really sure why you're drafting a big uh, a backup when there's plenty of starters still available. Um, but I do love the run on shooting guards, though. Anthony Simons, uh, Franz Wagner also plays a little bit. Uh, Jalen Green went. Cameron Johnson, power forward. But yeah, I think these are all good picks right around this area. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm not really liking any of these uh, guys available. I have my eye on one guy, so I'm hoping he just makes it one more pick. Actually, I can say it, I guess, now that Zach went Austin Reeves. Um, Ooh, which, what do, you, what do you guys think about uh, Reeves this year? Because I think I'm lower on him than anybody, and it's not because I don't think he's good. I just I don't know how fantasy-friendly his game is. I, I like where I got him right here. Um, I have him ranked just outside the top 60, um, you know, in nine cap value. I think he can take a, the next step forward as a scorer. Uh, obviously, we saw what he could do as a passer at the World Cup and then just in stretches, you know, during the regular season last year. Uh, I mean, LeBron's in, what, year 21. Uh, Anthony Davis is going to miss time. Uh, so I, I think Reeves is going to see uh, substantial workload this year, especially after he got paid. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, that's. I agree with that. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna tick on the clock here. Oh, you're good. 
Uh, oh, I'm about to. I'm about to fuck it up. <laughs> I'll do a quick recap of the picks. So after see, we said Cam Johnson, Robert Williams, Chris Middleton, Tyus Jones, Terry Rozier, Zach went Austin Reeves, then Chris Paul. I went Buddy Heald, Clint Capella, Yaka Pertle. Dan got a big, another big with Jalen Duran, and then Michael Porter Jr. Dan's about to be back on the clock. What do you guys think about Buddy Heald this year? I uh, I'm debating with Josh on Thursday about Buddy Heald. He has him ranked significantly lower than I did, and I just want to make sure that I'm not. I might be high on him, but I want to make sure I'm not too crazy. I, man, Buddy Heald is he is one of those like. He get, lands on that all boring fantasy team with like a mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez or a Tobias Harris or Al Horford, guys like that. Where I mean, you just never expect him to do a whole lot, and then you look through the season and you say, "Man, he played eighty games. Uh, he he led the league in three point three pointers made. Uh, he's the top scorer from his draft class because he's so consistent, never misses time." Uh, I mean, you can set your watch to this guy. He's going to be a top 75 uh, guy. That's probably his ceiling at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. But his floor is top 100. And you're going to be able to get him, uh, you know, at a pretty good, pretty good value here. So in totals, especially he's he's extremely valuable. Nice. I'm jotting those down so I can use those points uh, because with the debate. But um, I mean, what are the chances are that he gets traded? The media day comments kind of made me like they were kind of affirming that he's going to be around. They did talk about, or maybe he just talked about potentially coming off the bench if they need him. But I looked at his uh, numbers off the bench. It wasn't a dramatic decrease. And I still think he plays big minutes. And I don't know, this might be just, you know, trying to think three steps ahead and it may be totally wrong. But if Rick Carlisle's coaching and Benedict Matherin isn't, playing to his standards as like an older coach that probably prefers veterans how quickly does buddy healed move back into the starting lineup if he starts out the season coming off the bench that's uh that's me talking myself into saying it was totally a fine ranking so hopefully i can hopefully that'll be good but well the eighth round now over uh but we went cj mccollum dan got another bit you just getting all these bigs that i like but he went mark williams and then it went dan gafford john morant I went Andrew Wiggins, Tobias Harris, Zach got Scoot Henderson, Markel Fultz, Miles Bridges, Kyle Kuzma, Jaden McDaniels, Clay Thompson, and then to start round nine, John Collins and Jabari Smith. Um, Dan, I guess I'll just ask, like, how excited are you to have? I mean, th- that's a really good trio of bigs in a row after starting off not drafting any bigs. You said you'd get them late, and you did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's one of the things I've been trying to be consistent with is going all star, you know, thirty percent usage guys for the for the guards, and then waiting on bigs until like the seventh to ninth round because I feel like those are like the guys that can give you low end double doubles, maybe a couple blocks, one and a half. Um, but then the other reason why I like Duran and Mark Williams specifically is because they're tied to great passers and they're both going to be mm-hmm. lob threats. And I love that, that field goal percentage catching lobs. Like I, I want those Tyson Chandler type guys don't shoot around the rim that much. Just catch lobs, put backs, um, get scrappy, get a couple boards, stay near the rim um, to kind of balance out those um, sometimes inefficient shooters. 
Yeah, I like that. And I'd like all the bigs that have freaking been drafted because now Congo and Zach Collins have also gone. So all of the centers I like and told myself I was going to get later now gone. So I'm going to have to go with somebody that I'm not as high on. Oh, gosh, I don't like this, but I'm going to go Mitch Robinson, I guess. He's, he's fine, Ooh. though. Like, he's as long yeah. as he can stay healthy, man, he's definitely one of the better bigs late. Um, shoot. See, I'm not even following my own advice. I got nothing in my field <laughs> now. Oh, God. You're, make, you're go, making me feel better about my pick. And the- <laughs> Do I go Ben Simmons? Oh, I just don't want to get on that train anymore. Good. Oh, actually, I don't like it, but I love the stash potential. Okay. Draft and stash. That's yeah. all it is. Um, all right. I'm a big fan of Trey Murphy. It's just unfortunate he got the MCL sprain when he did, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty confident that he's going to come back and join the starters once he's ready. Yeah, there could be a little ramp-up period, but um, this guy is as efficient as they come, 3 and D. Um, they can get a lot of steals and have some great efficiency. Um, ooh, is this – oh, actually, I don't eh. – this is ugly, but it's ugly. Mm. It's ugly. You just got to mm. embrace it sometimes. He's got... <laughs> he was a top 100 player when he was on the Clippers. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He was definitely better with the Clippers than he was with the Lakers, and I, I really hope that pick works out, man. I, I want him to be good. I hope that pick works out for you. <laughs> Uh, that that wasn't even like a, a sarcastic like sure man like no, like I genuinely hope Russell Westbrook's good this year I just <laughs> I'm not confident man um, yeah to recap round nine after John Collins Jabari Smith I went Marcus Smart Nyeka Kongwu Zach Collins who, that's two bigs that I've been trying to get in every draft but Bruce Brown uh, was who Zach got then Draymond Green I got Mitch Robinson Trey Jones Josh Hart Trey Murphy was who Dan got Aaron Gordon D'Angelo Russell to start round ten then Dan went Russell Westbrook. And then it went Wendell Carter, Keegan Murray. I got Shaden Sharp, Jonas Valanciunas, and then Zach just got another Indiana Pacer. I think that's four. And, and then Gary Trent right after. But what do we think about? Is Obi Toppin going to be the starting power forward? And how does that look? Is it just the most fun pick and roll lob threat in the league? I yeah. wouldn't go that far, but. It's exciting, I'm asking, though. I'm not saying. I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it is. It is. Completely disagree with DT on this one. It absolutely will be the most exciting. <laughs> I'm it's saying exciting dope. one it's gonna be because good. Obi Toppin might actually have quite a bit of flair to the dunks, and Tyrese Halliburton's an excellent passer, obviously. Oh, yeah. It's not going to be the most – I mean, I think – I don't know. Trey Young's probably going to lead the league in alley-oop stone again. But I think as far as how much fun they are, I'd rather see Obi Toppin finishing them than Clint Capella. Maybe oh, that's yeah. just no, me. No debate. <laughs> no debate there. Yeah. Um, so then after Gary Trent went Herb Jones, Joseph Nurkic, Spencer Dinwiddie, Benedict Matherin, DeAnthony Melton, and Malcolm Brogdon, and now Ben Simmons. Don't worry, Dan. You don't have to draft Ben Simmons. You can just <laughs> – He was coming back to me again. I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't know if I can do this twice. Yeah. Zach, who are you thinking? You're up, you're up in two picks now. Oh, man, I got some uh, – this is the time for the upside late-round picks. So I got a few guys here queued up. There's still some decent guys that are you know, not really flyers at this point, just some decent guys in general still left on the board, but that's no fun, man. 
Uh, you know what? Hmm. Oh, there's some good ones here. You know what? I'm gonna go for it because this is this is a this is a fun draft, man. I gotta take B-ball oh, right here, man. Oh, B-ball. Mm. I mean, you, you gotta expect that he's gonna start at power forward, right? Like the, the PJ Tucker experiment's done. Like, just bring him off Nothing. the bench. You got so much size in that front court if you get Paul Reed in there. Yeah, I think uh I don't know. In my opinion, I'd probably go slide Tobias Harris to the four. Um, and start Kelly Oubre at the three. But I think there's definitely a good chance that Paul Reed starts Oubre off the bench with the Anthony Melton off the bench. Philly would actually have depth. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I kind of like Kelly Oubre off the bench. Um, definitely a guy that, like, every time he's in the game, he kind of looks for his own <laughs> shot, not really much mm-hmm. of a creator. So um, definitely like it from a bucket perspective. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ooh, Tari Eason goes... I mean, I'll take Bobby Portis. He's not bad. Uh, he's not. All right. Not at this point in the draft, he's not. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, I don't there know. aren't many bad picks at this point of the draft. Uh, anyone that clicks on uh, RJ Barrett. <laughs> you might, there you is might one bad pick back. at this point of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might wait a round or two before I get into that, but... Yeah, I no, I I agree. That's it's a really good counterpoint. Um, I guess I'll start adding. My next one's to gonna be fun, Zach. Okay. All right. Ooh, that is not fun. Um, where's my guy? Ooh, there he is. Horford and Zubats together. Man, Dan, I had one guy Ooh. in my queue, just one. Ooh. That is fun, <laughs> I like, DT. I think I'm gonna go get yeah. him. I'm a big fan, dude. I'm uh, I'm buying into the hype of it. Like before, when I didn't know that he was gonna start, but I'm just like, where are you gonna start, Joe Harris? Like Isaiah Livers got hurt. I don't know, man. No. I feel like the stars are aligning perfectly for him to be a beast right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Got that well-rounded stat set for fantasy hoops, man. He's gonna do just a you know a little bit of everything for you, dude. He was a freaking summer league, man. Like seven. Anyone that's getting seven stocks in a game, I'm like, sign me up for that. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Oh, dude, and way better than Brandon Miller's seven fouls per game. <laughs> and Zach, I was oh, – I'm not even kidding, Zach. I was about to click click draft on Brandon Miller, and now you're saying that. Now I can't do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my uh, safe pick here and just get my guy Kevin Herter. But that's I know my, I was definitely only, about to do it. That's my only problem with, um, with going Brandon Miller's. I feel like he's going to have to wait a little bit to pop. Like, even if he does, mm-hmm. like, I feel like they're going to play Gordon Hayward a little bit enough to, like, get his trade value up, send him to a contender – or wave them or whatever mm. uh, when they're tr- when they're trash. But like I, I feel like he's definitely going to turn it up at some point in the season. Yeah, and Zach could pick. I'll just recap real quick. After Zach went, Paul Reed, middle of the eleventh round, <laughs> went Jordan Clarkson. I got Jaden Ivey, Mike Conley, uh, Tari Eason. Dan got Bobby Portis. Then it went Al Horford, Ivica Zubats. Dan got Asar Thompson. Just broke my heart with that one. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, Bojan Bogdanovic. I went Kevin Herter. Patrick Williams, and then Zach, great pick with Josh Richardson. I really like him a lot this year. And then Denny Abdija, Isaiah Stewart, Dennis Schroeder. And is Josh Richardson, I think that there's a chance that he starts in Miami if Kyle Lowry's in over his head and isn't actually going to start at point guard. Maybe they roll with Tyler Hero as the quote-unquote starting point guard and let Jimmy handle the ball, start Josh Richardson. If not, sixth man for him. I really like that pick. 
Oh, he's going to play a bunch of minutes, man, for this really thin Miami team. And I mean, if you remember, he was he was a really good fantasy player when you know back in his heyday in Miami. So um, mm-hmm. it's a good moment last year. Yeah, moments <laughs> last year with the Steels too. So uh, yeah, really liking him right here. Yeah, um, Raph got his favorite player in the league, so that's good to see. <laughs> uh. Honestly, man, I, was, I was circling the wagon on that one, man. I was. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I could use 20 points, but you're not getting nothing else. No, it, I mean, it's it's a good pick at that point. I just know that uh, he's actually not Raph's favorite player in the league. I don't oh, know if, oh, I, no, if I fooled no. anybody there. but <laughs> I, think, I think that's another one of those Josh Crusades where I feel like he's just ruined uh, anyone to believe in Keldon Johnson ever. Oh, I, yeah, I was talking about RJ, but – you know, Kevin oh. Johnson as well is no, he fits the exact same mold as RJ Barrett. I think, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I like him a little bit more than RJ, but yeah, fits that same mold of just scoring and that's it. That's it. All right. He made it back around to me. So I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger and, and get Brandon Miller there. It was meant to be, it was meant to be. I, yeah. I, I think I, uh, I think I got good value there, but uh, to recap after Schroeder went Amen Thompson and then Raf got RJ Barrett, Keldon Johnson, Malik Monk, Matisse Thibel, Steven Adams, Derek Lively. I like that pick a lot. Uh, Zach, Ooh, yeah. Christian Braun, Christian Brown, Christian Brown, Norman Powell. I went Brandon Miller, then KCP, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Dan, you got Kavon Looney, potential Warriors starter. And then I don't know who that last pick is because it's just sitting on the clock now. Yeah, uh, it says it's complete. Uh, I don't. See. James Wiseman was the last pick. Ah, Mr. Wiseman. Nice. All right. So if you guys want to, we can quickly kind of recap um, since it's only been 37 minutes, kind of flew through that. I guess look at each team, maybe give kind of a, not a grade, but kind of our thoughts on it. Maybe a guy we like, but um, we'll just go left to right if you guys are cool with that. Um, Raph went, had the 1-1, went Nikola Jokic, Laurie Markinen, Fred Van Vliet, Zach Levine, Walker Kessler, Jalen Green, Cam Johnson, Clay Thompson, John Collins, Benedict Matherin, DeAnthony Melton, RJ Barrett, Keldon Johnson. How are we feeling about Raph's draft? I don't know, Raph. What were you, you started strong, man, but what happened at the end? Were you throwing back some shots, buddy, or what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was happening here? Yeah, oh the R, the RJ Keldon combo deep. I mean, that looks like two waiver waiver drops immediately. You know, after a few couple a couple frustrating weeks. Um, but I I like it at the top half as as Zach pointed out. I think it's actually a little light on rebounds. Actually, mm-hmm. I know you see Nikola Jokic and, and Walker Kessler there, but like the depth behind there isn't a lot. Um, but from a percentage standpoint, I think he got you know some really good players efficiency wise. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to it's easy to build a team when you have Jokic kind of hard to go wrong because it kind of fits yeah. with whatever you want. And obviously yeah. points heavy at the end with Mather and RJ and Kelvin Johnson with three of his last four picks. Uh, this next one, Luca at pick two, then Desmond Bain, Kawhi Leonard, Chris Epps Borzingis, OG Ananobi, Franz Wagner, Rob Williams, Jaden McDaniels, Jabari Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, Malcolm Brogdon, Amen Thompson, and Malik Monk. How that is definitely yeah. Adam Koffler's team. <laughs> well, what picks make you say that? Uh, he's a staunch Brogdon guy. Um, somehow gotcha. he just always ends up on his team. 
Um, he also texted me that uh, he didn't mean to select Kawhi Leonard. Was that third, mm-hmm. third with his third round pick? Um, he wanted Cade Cunningham there. So, um, but otherwise, I mean, I think it's fine. Um, yeah, I think there's some injury risk there with with Kawhi and and obviously KP and um, Rob Williams. And Robert too, Williams. Yeah, yeah. So mm. that's a pretty injury riddled team there, but. He also has a lot of guys that have this sneaky defense like OG Ananobi and Jaden McDaniels. Jabari Smith gets a block. Um, so it's an interesting team. Um, definitely an interesting build. Yeah, I think he has the team of sneaky value here. Um, Ananobi in the fifth round. Uh, KP in the fourth round. Kawhi in the third. Uh, mm-hmm. Robert Williams, I, I have him as a top 50 guy this year. I, I actually think he has a better fantasy season than Aiden uh, when wow. it's all said and done. So uh, I love that pick late. And I really think Jabari Smith is uh, – the field goal percentage is going to take a massive leap, uh, kind of like Josh Giddies did from year one to year two. Uh, and the fantasy value is going to rise up with it. So I really like both of those picks for him. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's pretty high on Rob Williams. I mean, do you think that he starts over Aiden or do you think that he starts alongside Aiden or how do you think that happens? I don't think he starts over him, uh, but I do think they have some overlap in playing time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Portland does end up doing uh, some double big there. So I, I think that'll get Williams to at least 25 minutes a game. And that's more than enough for him to get, you know, maybe eight or nine points, nine or 10 rebounds and a pair of blocks with, you know, what, 70 couple percent field goal shooting. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely going to, he's going to get that. So um, next one, we have Joel Embiid at three, then Kat, Pascal Siakam, hashtag pay Pascal, uh, Jamal Murray, <laughs> Julius Randle, Anthony Simons, Chris Middleton, Kyle Kuzma, Marcus Smart, Yusuf Nurkic, Ben Simmons, Dennis Schroeder, and Matisse Thibel. Um, maybe I think it's a couple guys. He the stack of Julius Randle, Kyle Kuzma is like the anti-defensive stats pro turnovers one. But pairing them together, I think that ends up making a pretty dangerous team, especially with some of the other guys on there. I I like yeah. the the build, man. You know, Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. That's that's two twenty and ten guys off the bat, and then you got Pascal Siakam, who pretty much does everything. Jamal Murray in the fourth. I think that that's fair. Um, Good value on Randall in the fifth, assuming you know he plays like last year, uh, drops those turnovers <laughs> down. Um, and then he just went value. It looks like Chris Middleton there, um, Marcus Smart, I thought was a great pick in that area. He took the leap on Ben Simmons, that's always a bold one, but uh, I think it's a, it's a nice, I think he's got a couple pieces late, like the Matisse Thibel, that I think could really help with the steals and, and the yeah, like with like a, a Kyle Kuzma and um. Uh, Julius Randle type pick. Yeah, I, I really like this draft as well. Um, I really like Marcus Smart right there outside the top 100. Uh, you know, not even just for the first 25 games of the season. I think he's yeah. going to be valuable all season long. Uh, and I'm really interested to see what Nurkic can do uh, if he's able to stay healthy for a full season. Um, so, yeah, Nurkic, Simmons, even Schroeder, uh, that's a – pretty short rotation in Toronto, I would imagine. So, I mean, those picks could really pan out well for him at the end. Yeah. I was going to mention it getting two starting point guards in rounds 11 and 12. That's yeah, pretty good value there. It really is. Um, so the next one, SGA at pick four and then Mikhail Bridges, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Brown, Jarrett Allen, 
Jeremy Grant, Tyus Jones, Miles Bridges, Anyeka Kongwu, Herb Jones, Colin Sexton, Isaiah Stewart, and Steven Adams. I like that a lot. (laughs) I absolutely love it. SGA, Bridges, Cade Cunningham, Jalen Brown. Um, Don't love Jared Allen, actually. I feel like Jared Allen... I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be fine, but I think at some point they're gonna have to play small and bring Evan Mobley, play, give him more minutes at center, um, play with more speed. But then you get on Kongu, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Steven Adams late for some rebounds. Nothing wrong with that. This is a really nice team. Um, noticeably, what did Miles Bridges win in the eighth round? Eighth. I was mm-hmm. curious to see where he was gonna go in an industry draft. So. Um, Interesting there, but yeah, I like the team. Tyus Jones, seventh round. Love that pick too. Yeah, a lot of value. I, I got to agree with all of those and with, you know, with um, Miles Bridges. I mean, what are we thinking here? Top 75 guy, right? And you can get him right around he has the upside, 100. Yeah. 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 Good. I like the Tyus Jones. Jeremy Grant's going to be really good for Portland. It was kind of like the all hype team with the first three picks because SGA broke out last year. I think people are kind of expecting Mikhail yeah. Bridges who had a semi breakout at the end of last season to kind of even build on that. And then Cade Cunningham, I think a lot of people have high expectations for this season. Uh, so the next one, Jason Tatum with the fifth pick and then James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Scotty Barnes, Nikola Vucevic, Brooke Lopez, Terry Rozier, Markel Fultz, Zach Collins, Gary Trent Jr., PJ Washington, Denny Avdija, and wrapping it up with, a really good flyer and Derek lively in the last round. I mean, he's starting their first preseason game. I don't know if he's going to do that all season, but it's a good start for him. Can you take a wild guess whose team this is Zach? Oh, uh, Oh man. Is this, uh, this, who is this? Not Barutha, is it? Or no, it's not, um, Burns, is it? Yeah, it's Burns. He got Butler. He got Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jimmy in the third round, man, that's great. Yeah. And Scotty in the fourth. I love it. Yeah. Brooke he's got Lopez. a really strong forward group yeah. there with, with Tatum at the, at, at the, the force. Uh, what do you got him at the five spot? Um, mm-hmm. His, his centers are a little old though. Vucevic and, and, and Lopez. Yeah. You might need to bring out the infirmary on that one. And those may yeah. have just been kind of the, Oh, I didn't get a center the first four rounds. I have to get one <laughs> kind of picks there. But yeah, yeah. But Boots is solid, man. I feel like he gets yeah. a little bit too much disrespect. Um, I feel like he's another one on the uh, the Lloyd hate list that uh, I feel like is a little bit overblown. Like he's solid, man. And the the Bulls did nothing to you know give him any competition to assume that he would be any worse than he was. So yeah, maybe slight regression, but he'll he'll be good. He'll be solid. He also played eighty two games last year, so right. that's. That has value to be able to play that many games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zach Collins yeah. late. I like that as well. Jimmy Butler, I think was first round value on a per game basis and played 64 games last year. So I don't think he's quite on the same level as some other guys as far as not playing in games. So if he's able to play 65, I mean, it's kind of hard to ask for much more with some, with the way some guys are missing games at this point. Um, so Zach, your draft, you went Tyrese Halliburton with the sixth pick, then Jaron Jackson Jr., Miles Turner, Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey, Tyler Hero, Austin Reeves, Scoot Henderson, Bruce Brown, Obi Toppin, Paul Reed, Josh Richardson, Christian Brown. Not afraid to get your guys at all, but 
I mean, I really like it. It's definitely a, a Zach Hantu draft. I probably could have looked at it and said this this is Zach picking this one, but I feel I really like, like uh I thought I was going guard heavy, and then I ran into Zach's game. <laughs> Jesus, this man's got Halliburton, Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey. Ugh, and then you get Tyler Hero. Got a little Austin Reeves in the mix. I love Bruce Brown late. Um, I think he's gonna play a lot of minutes. They paid a lot of money for him, so he's gonna play. Um, did you actually wind up getting three pacers or did you only get two? Four. I got four, man. You got four pacers. <laughs> so I think that's a slight risk. Like that, I mean, if hey, their win total is gonna be I got the over on that, but that's a lot of faith in the pacers. It is, man, but I, I got to pull the trigger here. I, I think they're going to do great things this season. All right, let's see how we okay. can, uh... I kind of figured it was going to – I was kind of thinking it might kick me out of that. Let me – I'm going to pull up um, – can I pull up draft results? Yes, I can. By right team. On. Perfect, and I think this will – so if I just share this, we can go right there. Cool. All right. Let me take away that. Do that. Do this. Share screen for this. And now, okay, cool. So we have them here. It's not quite as pretty, but at least it's here. Um, so, yeah, so we had Zach's team with very guard heavy and even the bigs that he got aren't great rebounders. So Zach was this a punt rebounds kind of thing or, I mean, Bruce Brown might be your best rebounder. Yeah. I, I mean, that was, that was the idea, man. Uh, I got Halliburton. I thought, you know, I'll punt rebounds or I'll punt blocks and triple J was available, you know, after Mitchell got taken uh, and mm. Lillard was gone. So yeah, leaned into that punt rebound build, uh, got a couple of bigs early. So I didn't have to worry about them later. Uh, tried to make up some scoring. Uh, and then, yeah, just tried to get some good late-round flyers uh, to add into the mix. Yeah, I like them. Um, so the next one, Sloan's team went seventh overall with Steph, and then Donovan Mitchell, LeBron James, Jalen Brunson, Brandon Ingram, Derek White, Chris Paul, Tobias Harris, Draymond Green, Jonas Valanciunas, Jordan Clarkson, Patrick Williams, Norm Powell. What picks do we like from Sloan's draft? Hmm. Not many, to be honest with you. This is like, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, man. <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Here. Uh, Derek That's White at 66. Like I, I would think this is you, man. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and he even walked it back. So even that I'd be like, no, it still wouldn't even go that far with it. Um, I, I probably would have got him the next round, Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think pre pre-trade 66 is great. I think. Now that yeah, I don't the really happened, love the but... names on this team. Tobias Harris, uh, LeBron James. LeBron's yeah, great is... and all, but I don't know. There's just a lot of age on this team. Um, Brandon Ingram is not a reliable draft pick. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't love it. Don't love it. I like the uh, Patrick Williams late round pick. I think he has upside. Yeah, that's the, a good point. Talks on a media day. Mm -hmm. I think that's. Me being, I'm not a Patrick Williams guy, but I think the quotes out of Media Day, which it's granted, it's Media Day, and I keep referencing. I made a joke at the beginning about how don't listen to anything that Media Day is, and I've brought it up like six times, but they seem to be. I think Demar Derozan was pretty high on what Patrick Williams can do this year, so I think as a late round guy, he has a lot of upside. Um, 
So I like that one. You guys, can you sell me on Patrick Williams? Because I see him as a guy that does well in real life, but doesn't really have a whole lot to contribute fantasy wise. He's a guy that I, that does not interest me in the least bit. Even, even at this point in the draft, I'm looking anywhere else. No, man, I can't sell you on my, I'm not a Patrick Williams guy. I was just uh, bringing up that. I think it, he has upside. I'm, if you want somebody to talk to you against Patrick Williams, I can do that. I'm not a Patrick Williams fan, but he has upside. That's I say his late round pick, but I think it's low risk. Um, you know, you're getting him in the twelfth round. He's got good peripherals. If he takes that next leap, awesome. You know, maybe he gets the twelve points per game, and you know, uh, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of competition there, but I also don't feel like he's gonna take over usage that Levine Vucevic and DeRozan already have like um, he's just going to be fourth wheel. So I don't, I don't really see where he's going to take this substantial jump, but I mean, he'll get you some steals and blocks too. And he doesn't hurt Mm -hmm. you in the peripherals. So I don't think he's going to hurt you, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he's on waivers in three weeks. I was going to say that he averaged almost a steal and a block last year. I think also getting Draymond outside the top 100 is good value, but we can move on to my team. Uh, I went Giannis at eight and then Damanis Sabonis, DeJounte Murray, Chet Holmgren, Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams with my three Thunder players. I took a pacer from Zach when Buddy healed. Then Andrew Wiggins, Mitchell Robinson, Shaden Sharp, Jaden Ivey, Kevin Herter, and Brandon Miller. I really didn't get a ton of bigs in this draft. Now that I'm looking at it, I actually went pretty guard heavy. I just went bigs early, I guess. But what do you guys kind of think? Man, I'll tell you what, I, I'm really staring right there at that eighth pick. I think that's your linchpin right there with Andrew Wiggins, man. Uh, this dude has been, I mean, he was laughed at before he went to Golden State, but now, I, I mean, he's been hes been great. He's been steady. He's been consistent. The efficiency has gone up. Uh, he does everything right for that team, and you got, you know, you have no idea when Draymond's coming back. It's probably not going to be too long. Uh, you mm-hmm. don't know what Chris Paul's role is going to be. Uh, this is maybe one of the worst benches in basketball. They're garbage. <laughs> uh, they don't develop their young guys like you would expect them to. Uh, so I think Andrew Wiggins is going to ball out this season. I think that's a great pick right there. I love it. Yeah, I think you, you're you definitely light on rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely light on blocks as well. Steals you have covered. Um Yeah, the back end, I feel like the last two picks you could you could probably throw Kevin Herter into the bushes as well as Brandon Miller. But every <laughs> everyone else before that, I think, is actually pretty solid. I like Shaden Sharp's upside. Let's see if he starts over Matisse Thibel or not. Um Buddy Hill, Buddy Healed, you might we'll see how that goes. Um, at least wor- worst case he's gonna play. But I love the the yeah. giddy Jalen Williams stack. That's that's super fun. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins, Zach, I, I like that you brought that up. I've, I think the past couple. And yeah, Chet too. Forgot. Damn. Yeah, mm. I went full thunder here, but uh, okay. I went Wiggins for the first month or so of last season was a top 25 guy. And then he missed a bunch of games, came back, wasn't great, then missed the last two months of the season and then played in the playoffs, wasn't great. That first stretch of games, everybody kind of has forgotten about at this point because he either wasn't as good when he played again or just was out for a long stretch of time but if he can come back and be that same player again after an off season to recover i think that could end up being a really good value pick there in his adps in the 90s so i had no problem reaching i mean there's only technically like a two round reach or two pick reach but 
I would have no problem taking him even a bit earlier than that. But yeah, he, uh, he, I think he matches pretty well with your. You probably weren't going to win free throws, and so that's probably oh, as soon as I went Giannis Sabonis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, Wiggins pretty much helps that. Like if you if you yeah. punt his his free throw percentage, he does you. He gives you pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll move on. Uh, Justin's team was Anthony Davis at nine, and then Anthony wow. Edwards. Uh, Victor Wembanyama, Paul George, Zion Williamson, Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, John Morant, Trey Jones, Keegan Murray, Mike Conley, Bojan Bogdanovic, KCP. I think he just turned injuries off for this one. Said, "Let's roll with it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All Injury the off, load management off. Yeah. Um, and I mean, no one's competing with blocks and rebounds here. Um, or maybe mm-hmm. like not not rebounds, blocks for sure. Um, mm-hmm. My yeah, God, goodness. Wemby. Anthony Davis, wow. Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, like that's blocks on lock. Um, a- Anthony Edwards, <laughs> he's gonna get you one. Yeah, game, yeah, he'll get one too. It's true. <laughs> um, he's definitely. It's a. It's actually a really interesting roster. You know, John Morant. You probably could have waited. That twenty-five games is going to be crucial for his fantasy value this year. Um, not in a good way. Um, a lot of injury risk on this team, but I think it does have very compelling value, though. Um, Zion seems like that was a little early too, but if he can stay healthy, like they're saying he is in camp, that could be a, a very good pick there. I don't like it. I wouldn't draft this team. Like it just screams injury <laughs> risk, but I understand that people, if you're not squirmish, then Hey, uh, hit a home run. Yeah. If it hits, it hits. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the first two picks. Anthony Davis is going to be a top five guy again and getting him at nine and Anthony Edwards is 16. Love it. After that, man, I think he was out with Raff and Sloan throwing back some beers and hitting the Jaeger, man. I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Adam from Elite Basketball went Lamella Ball at 10, then Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox. So cool. Nobody else compete with assists. He's right. Good. DeMar DeRozan, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Vassell, Jakob Pertle, Daniel Gafford, Josh Hart, Wendell Carter. Tari Eason, Emmanuel quickly, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I really like that team. I think there's a couple mm-hmm. picks that I probably would have done differently, but that first three picks to me is spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fan of Darren yeah. Fox. He was a breakout for me last year. Um, I think he's going to do much of the same this year. Lamella Ball bounce back here for that. Um, but I think is is the pick that I wanted that I wanted to get back was he got Devin Vassell in the sixth. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think I would have liked to have had them had him there um, where I got Alper and Shingoon. But Daniel Gafford, I think he's buying the dip on the injury right now. I think that's a nice value in the eighth round for someone that can get you a lot of high volume blocks and, and easy 10 rebounds. Um, Wendell Carter, sneaky passer. I think that's good value. And then obviously Tari Eason, a uh, very popular fantasy uh, player in the community here, um, like in him in the 11th round. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about Gafford here at 87? Like, that's the highest I've seen him drafted in a mock so far. I mean, is his ADP going to come up? If it comes up another round, is he all of a sudden no longer a value or a sleeper? Is he just – are you drafting him at value at that point? Or is there still, you know, more of a ceiling for him there? Because uh, that's pretty high. Yeah, I, I'm not taking him that high. I, I'd be cool in the 90s, but um... – I'd probably bump them back at least like six or seven picks. Yeah. I think a lot of the centers that I've, I mean, I was mentioning it, that 
I think Dan got two of them with Mark Williams, Jalen Duran, and then Gafford, Zach Collins, and Yekka Kongu. A lot of those guys were going in either the 90s or outside the top 100 earlier on in mock drafts, and they've slowly risen up to kind of where about where they should be. I think it's it might be a tad early, but I don't really have an issue with Dan Gafford right there. I just think it it does kind of take away from the, oh, this is a really good value pick to kind of, okay, like he has to play really well for this to be a good pick, which he's in a good position to. I mean, there's not another, I, to my understanding, they haven't signed another center. Mike Mascala is still the backup five there. So I think as long as Dan Gafford stays out of foul trouble, he's going to be really good. Um, but we can move on to Dan, your team, Kyrie at 11, and then Devin Booker, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Paolo Bancaro, Alperin Shengun, Jalen Duran, Mark Williams, Trey Murphy, Russell Westbrook, Bobby Portis, Sar Thompson, and Kavon Looney. I know I said this during the draft, but getting especially Duran and Mark Williams, but good value with Shengun, that run of centers I loved. And then a Sar Thompson, I was very upset that you took him from me there. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel, I feel pretty good about this draft, man. Um, got a couple stacks in there, uh, the Detroit stack and, and got the Cleveland stack. Um, I think Trey Murphy probably drafted him too high considering that I got to stash him, but uh, I do think he's going to really help my team build out that efficiency that I was really trying to look for. Uh, I'm a little light on three point shooters cause I have so many bigs. So that's probably something I'd address in the waivers, but otherwise, man, I feel rocks. I feel, <laughs> I was about to say something weird. Uh, <laughs> 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 I feel great. I mean, maybe you do. <laughs> I feel pretty good about those uh those centers. <laughs> oh man. Goodness, great. It was a good draft, but I don't know if it was that. <laughs> Zach, what do you was it was it that kind of drafter? Uh I don't know if it was that kind of draft. It's not gonna make me take off my tank top or anything, but uh no, I mean it was a it was a good team, man. Um, you know, Kyrie, Devin Booker stack right there, Garland, Mobley is one of my guys this year. I think he's he's really gonna be phenomenal. Uh Shangoon, uh one of those post hype sleepers, maybe burned you last year if you took him kind of high. Uh, I, I think took him last really, year. I'm going back to the yeah. well, man. Going back yeah. to the well. Yeah, I mean you have to, right? Um <laughs> and then yeah, some of your later picks, man. Um Boring. Not necessarily digging that Westbrook pick, uh, but I mean, I think everything else right there, man, is. Uh, I, th- I think you knocked it out of the park. I don't. I don't feel good about Westbrook either. We we can run back the reaction of me disgust of me even making that selection, but yeah, it just pains you to click that draft button. But sometimes you got to do it. Um, so this last yeah. one, Kevin Durant at twelve, Damian Lillard at thirteen, getting both of them on the. Flip good start. Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, Nick Claxton, Bradley Beal, Michael Porter Jr., CJ McCollum, Aaron Gordon, D'Angelo Russell, Al Horford, Ivica Zubats, James Wiseman. Really filled out those centers late. But, I mean, I think if you're going to going into a draft and end up with Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard at 12 and 13, like, you, you can't be upset. No, you can't. Absolutely cannot. I mean, I was thinking that Dame, now that he's signed, would still be in the – first like 10 picks so it's interesting to see him slide to Mm -hmm. 13 if that holds i'm going to be very interested in damian lillard if i'm ever on that 12 spot um it's going to be really hard to to pass on him kevin durant i get it the injury risks but um Mm -hmm. it seems like you also bought low on um on uh actually everyone else actually seems about right relative to adp nick claxton sixth fifth round bradley beal sixth round um 
I don't love the last three picks, but he had no choice because he had no center. So I get it. I think uh, I think that D'Lo pick stands out to me. Uh, I don't see any reason why he can't be a top 80-ish guy once again, uh, especially as, you know, the you know, point guard for the Lakers. He's going to be their starter again. Uh, getting him at 110 right there is uh, feels like good value. Um, but, yeah, man, what stood out to me the most, I mean, looking at this team here, especially at the end, is this maybe the best year we've had in recent memory for, you know, waiting on big men, you know, for later round centers, it seems like there's a ton of good guys that you mm-hmm. can get, you know, outside the fourth, fifth round. Right. I feel like the ADPs of people like Walker Kessler, Nick Claxton, um, there's a lot of bigs to be had. So I feel like if you want to wait till I think the seventh round is probably where you need, that's like the cutoff point, um, the center dead zone, if you will. You got to start grabbing centers if you don't have one by then, because they're going to run out quickly um, towards the end there. Yeah, and with the late round picks for this this uh, particular one, getting Al Horford and Vitsa Zubats, I think a lot of these picks just kind of lack maybe like a little bit of upside. I mean, the James Wiseman one, I guess that's an upside one, but I feel like the rest of this draft was very just good value, just like waiting, taking yeah. what the draft kind of gives you, which you honestly kind of have to do with the 12th pick is you're just kind of waiting to see what's left over each time. Um, there wasn't any, ri- picks, there wasn't but... any risk in it. You're right. A lot of safe no. picks. It's like, I'm not mad at it. He's right. on the board. That makes sense yeah. where he's at. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so we did the whole draft and talked through all the picks in just a little over an hour. I think that's probably some sort of record because I feel like generally the mock itself takes closer to 45 minutes to an hour, Sorry. but uh, Dan, what do you guys have coming up at Yahoo now that we're just right? Preseason starts in two days. Yeah, man, we're right around the corner. So, yeah, tap into the Roto World uh, Yahoo Basketball or Yahoo Basketball Roto World Basketball Podcast. Uh, me, Raf, and, and Vaughn Dalzell uh, just talking hoops every week, man. And um, yeah, got tons of articles coming out. So, just look at my preseason content on Twitter, X, whatever you call it. Um, it's going to be a fun season. So yeah, continue to tap in. And I know we're going to be collabing a lot in this off season. So yeah, whenever you guys are ready, ADP debates, let's get them going. Um, I know you guys are already supporting the round table, so, uh, it's great, man. This fancy basketball community is awesome. And, uh, I think it's awesome that we can, you know, talk mock drafts, draft debates, whatever, man, we're going to get you guys winning some leagues. Definitely. And Zach, I know I could probably answer it, but I'll let you, What's uh, what's going on with you and your work over the next few weeks? Uh, working with a couple of uh, knuckleheads over at Roto World. Uh, we recently uh, put out the draft guide, uh, which shout out draft guide. Make sure you guys go out there and, and take a look. A lot Thank of hard you, work. A lot of hard work. That's that's a great product, man. <laughs> a lot I love of it. it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we so we've been grinding on that one. Uh, we've been updating our rankings, our projections. Uh, you know, we just got some fresh projections out yesterday uh, after the big trades from last week. Uh, so that's up to date. We're doing some mocks. You know, we participated in this one tonight. I know Noah and Raf uh, have some more coming up. I have some more coming up. Uh, we have some more articles in the pipe, uh, you know, leading up to the regular season. Um yeah, so just gearing up for the season. Um, and, Dan, just wanted to shout out to you, man. Um, every time I see your name flash across my Yahoo notifications <laughs> on my phone, dude, I, I love yeah. it every time, man. 
uh, I we've we've joked about it for a while yeah. since you started working at Yahoo, man. But it uh, it never gets old, man. Uh, proud of the work that you're doing over there. You you hey man. Um, quick story, Noah. So yeah. it's funny because like three years ago, you know, Zach and I are doing the fantasy pros thing. We're just like, hey, let's talk basketball on a podcast or whatever. Would you ever think, Zach, that we were like, oh yeah, you work for Roto World. Oh yeah, you work for Yahoo. Like what? What the hell are we doing, man? <laughs> No, Never awesome. wildest it's dreams. really cool that we're still able to do this, man, and uh, talk hoops like this. This is awesome. So, um, yeah, shout out to FBI International, man. You guys are you guys are great, pumping out yes. a lot of content, and it's awesome that Noah, you got your own show. So, kudos to you, my man. Yeah, um, yeah man, thanks I for having me that. on, man. This has been this has been fun. Absolutely, I was gonna say that I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys for joining me. Make sure everybody that's listening or watching, you guys give them a follow on, like Dan said, Twitter or X, whatever you gotta call it. We'll call it Twitter because that's what it is. But uh, at Dan Titus and at Zach the Monster on Twitter, I give them a follow. And fellas, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for joining me. You bet. Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah. All right. So we will just quickly wrap this up. Like I said, follow them. Check out all their content. They both do awesome work and will help you win your league. I mean, the next few weeks, just check out everything that they have. Uh, also follow at FBI basketball on Twitter and you can follow me at no urban 22 like rate review this podcast comment subscribe whatever it is depending on where you're consuming it uh, but we'll wrap it up with that a lot more mock drafts coming this week but thank you guys for listening to this one you just listened to another episode from the fantasy basketball international podcast network thanks for joining us And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.